Okay, I am all set up here at the hotel. I'm ready to record. Clearly, Kevin is operating at peak Kevin levels. He wasn't able to get you a ticket home, huh? No, he couldn't get me a reservation for dinner last night either. Oh, so what'd you do? Do you, do you want the truth or do you want me to say something funny? I, I mean, I, I'd like both, but, you know, regular listeners of this podcast know better. Oh, that's fair. So, so? Oh, I'm still in Anaheim. I went to a Disney restaurant. I got to tell you, the fish tacos were fantastic. I mean, that's not surprising. I mean, Disney food, I mean, it's it's usually really expensive, but I mean, typically it's pretty good. Yeah, but what's odd, though, is that the tanks on the Finding Nemo ride, totally empty. Hi, toddlers. Welcome to Talking to Todd, a weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Friends, where failure is always an option. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. Pretty good. How are you? Better than that cold open. No, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) You know, zero days. Zero days without a dad joke. (laughs) I logged in. I read the cold open. I'm along for the ride and wonder where this is going and then get to the last line and go, that's where that's going. I should have known. I should have known. <laughs> oh, well, I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> <clears throat> what, can, what can I say? It's not, a, it's not incredibly original. Fish tacos were good. What, one note could have also gone with sushi could have didn't no <laughs> i don't like sushi oh yeah didn't we spend like like 45 minutes talking about you guys making sushi at home that wasn't sushi with a fish that wasn't something else? <laughs> like yes we did yes <laughs> okay. cl- yeah i like i like things that aren't sushi but are sushi adjacent Mm. all every you like everything about sushi except for the fish part of it yes yeah and sometimes the seaweed and occasionally the rice other than that though love it love it (laughs) all right let's uh, let's get to feedback follow-up and updates i have nothing from toddler number one uh how about toddler number two yeah so Lisa got on a plane early Saturday morning and I start getting as she's flying. I'm getting texts shortly after takeoff, listening to the podcast, laughed out loud already. Good sign. Yep. Uh, I'm assuming everybody around her on the plane was at 6 a.m. was really happy for that. (laughs) And then. And then I got. By the way, it might just be me, but this podcast was hilarious this week. I do think Delta might want to check the pressurization of that plane, but you know what? I'll take it. And then and then the last one, uh, the last one that I got there was the free Britney thing. OMG. <laughs> do you have to pay for it? No, 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 no. It's 
free Britney. Britney. I have laughed all week about that. <laughs> all week. Oh my god. Yep, that was some great work out of you. <laughs> you know what? I like you know what? That was a teamwork. I mean, you set it up and then, you know, I, I it, that was just a yes and. That was yes and. Oh. Let's see. I think we we broke Sherry. Yeah, but we did get some feedback on that. I said these uh, these could in Sherry Sherry would would argue, I believe, because I think we're, she's going to that these shouldn't be feedback. This should be actually. Um, actually. Yes, uh, I, I believe I said Sherry was going to run an Iron Man, and one does not run an Iron Man. One would run, bike, and swim an Iron Man. And if you want to get pedantic about it, not in that order. I believe I believe that wasn't the only thing she corrected us on, however. It was not. What was the other thing? You said that she was running an Iron Man and she ran a half Iron Man. Yes. Yes. Because only crazy people participate in full Iron Man. Man. Men? What is it when women do an Iron Man? I, I don't I don't I don't want to go there. I just I don't. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> Isn't it shouldn't it be an iron person? <clears throat> iron there. Iron they. Iron they. Iron they. Thank you. Yes. I feel much better now. Yeah. So <clears throat> so <laughs> I, I took the I, I, I looked at that and and Sherry, thank you for the feedback. She's she's threatening that she's not, she can't listen anymore because we got so many things wrong. And my thought is that was episode 168, and, and that's what finally sent her over the edge. Where <laughs> where have you been? Yeah, my guess is this is sort of, and you mentioned this last week, us <laughs> talking about about Iron Days uh, is like me. <laughs> it's like. Sorry. <laughs> Look, you, you don't have your backup mic. Please don't do a spit take directly into that one. <laughs> that's like me watching um, shows that involve space. That's not right. That None of that's None of that. What are you doing? So I will say in our defense. So Sherry, thank you for the feedback and the corrections. I, I will say in our defense. I, I think when you say that that she was running an Iron Man, and she's like, no, that's only part of it, right? But for instance, when you talk with NASCAR drivers, they talk about, oh, we were running real good right until lap seven hundred and fifty. Okay, technically they weren't running. Guess what? They were in a car, <laughs> right? Talk to a jockey in a horse race. Oh, we were running real good. I would say at that point there was running involved. Running's not the one doing the heavy lifting. We, the we is doing yes. the heavy lifting in yes. that one because right? <laughs> the jockey wasn't was sitting and holding on for dear life. So I, I do think an argument can be made that running was in the sense of as a synonym for participating in, not not 
the actual verb of of running. But we'll think about it. It does get a little hard to say, hey, I it looks like Sherry's gonna also swim, bike, and run another Iron Man. Like that that's anyway. We'll take that under advisement. We'll update the style guide. Kevin, Kevin, get the style guide. The point that she made, though, about she ran a half Iron Man. I'm like, look, I think that's a branding problem. Because it is considered an Iron Man. And then you tack on half. Like, okay. Like, you shouldn't can't be it its own category. Yes. I mean, shouldn't it be a bronze man? No, no, no. Oh, no. I like where you're going, but I've fixed this. I have fixed it. Okay. Okay. You beat me to it. Go ahead. Yes. And this is all based off of math. Dwayne, and this isn't, this is, this is, I know it's taught out of no later, but so follow me here. Do you know the periodic number for iron? Yes. I've committed this to memory. (laughs) Sure. Why not? You know what? You know what? Greg is in the, Greg is shouting it out right now. (laughs) How do you two idiots not know this? Well, he has the brain this week. (laughs) We have the funny. He has the brain. Or or we had the funny last week. Yeah. Yeah. Iron is 26. So, so simple math tells us that a half of 26 is 13, right? So congratulations, Sherry, for completing and compete, competing in and completing another aluminum man. Problem solved. We'll send you the bill. That was an aluminum man. Foiled again. Oh my. Oh, I don't. Jeez. I don't. Oh, wow. You, you gotta you gotta take something that might have worked and then you just yeah. No? Okay. <clears throat> I it's going to take several efforts to catch up to your dad joke of the year. <laughs> I'm not sure foiled again is going to do it. But it's not gonna keep me from trying. <laughs> uh, you know what that you know what? I you know what I like is I like that you periodically give them another shot. <laughs> yeah, you're rethinking your choices now, aren't you? Okay. I, I can't I, I kinda am. You sucked all the <laughs> oxygen out of the room. I'm not doing this. No, I'm not I'm not nope. I'm not doing this. I'm <laughs> until you think of another one. <laughs> Maybe. <clears throat> Do are we keeping track of, of them? Do we need to chart our progress? Oh, just, just. <sighs> okay. You've really brought down the specific gravity of this show. So yeah. let's keep it light again and <laughs> let's move on. Okay. You know what? You know what? I'm going to be the noble one here and I'm going to say we're done. <laughs> By the way, that's it. That's everything. That's I remember all. From, that's that, everything that's... I remember from all of my education. <laughs> oh, thanks. that's it. Thanks. Thanks, Brian. Yeah. We get emails. Yes. Occasionally. We get letters. Yeah. We get letters. We get lots and lots and lots and lots of letters. Jesse, send a letter to feedback at talkingtotod.com. Hold on while I pull it up. And you pull it up. I don't know. I'm going to have to add more RAM to my computer to open the whole email. Jesse writes, 
Hello, visiting scholar Todd and very senior fellow Dwayne. Apparently that's not going away anytime soon. (laughs) After listening to the pod recently, I realize that we at the Taylor Center for Technology Policy have a solution for all of your airport travel woes. Did you know that the Taylor Center for Technology Policy headquarters and its satellite offices (laughs) have a private runway for aircraft? We also have a helipad at the Central HQ in Ruby Valley. I did not know this. Did you know this? I... I was completely unaware. I mean, I'm pretty sure that the the helipad at Central Ruby Valley is basically that's where the cows graze, and we sometimes drop a helicopter in there. But I was un I was unaware of this. Yeah, no. They've apparently purchased a used Gulfstream Five from government auction. Uh, they've also upgraded their satellite based Wi Fi access points. Huh. Interesting. But he's, uh, to, to cut to the chase here, he's offering us free use given our status. I don't know if this is diamond level, platinum, titanium. I don't know. Tungsten. Given our, tung- <laughs> nice. That's a, that's a pre-show callback. Yeah. Nice work. Yeah, it is. That's funny for us. <laughs> He's offering us uh, complimentary travel based on our status, and the plane will not fly to Minnesota or Palm Beach, Florida. Or where's your favorite resort? Oh, yeah. Puerto Vallarta. Okay. Uh, we'll find out whether or not it'll take you there. But Taylor... uh, No, Ensenada. Sorry, Ensenada. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't believe it can go to Ensenada either. <laughs> no? Yeah. Okay. Well, if you do, the seats in the plane have to shake the entire yeah. way and not be strapped down. Yeah. He also points out the best part is you can fill up your coffee at our award-winning coffee nook before your departure. Oh, hey. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. The plane is named Taylor Eagle One. Apparently, the legal eagles were on the naming committee. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so um, we, we have that now at our disposal. Fantastic. Signed Excelsior, Jesse Taylor, founder, chair, and pilot in training. Yes, because we only need to buy the fuel, FAA fees, documents, and we have to fly it ourselves. But beyond that, it's free. It's free. Oh, well, in that case. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Notice they're also expanded. They're in Ruby Valley, Las Vegas, Tuba City, Napa, and now Carlsbad. Yeah. Real quick. Yeah. There's some funny stuff in here. Ha ha ha. I also believe that this was uh, an actual offer. I, I have in writing <clears throat> that, that he offered the free use of a Gulfstream five jet. <laughs> so, okay. So this is not what we're watching, but within the last month and I've not covered this on what we're watching. Did Did you see that there's a documentary on Netflix called Hey Pepsi, Where's My Jet? I'm aware of it. I haven't watched it yet. It was recommended to me by a bartender in a pub in England when I ordered a Pepsi when we were there in January. And while I was ordering, he's like, hey, there's this documentary on Netflix. You got to watch this. I got to tell you, it's 
awesome four-part series. And it's about this kid. Do you remember? So do you remember the buy Pepsi get stuff promotion in the Not 80s? Re- I, I remember remembering it at this point. Okay. Yeah. And you could get sunglasses or a jean jacket or frisbees or whatever for turning in Pepsi points. And the last thing in the ad was a Harrier jet. (laughs) And this kid went, huh? So he puts together a business plan. Spoiler alert, puts together a business plan to hire people to buy Pepsi and pull the points off. And how many warehouses and all over the country in order to do this, to acquire enough points to get the Harrier jet. And he figures he can do this for about $12 million or something like that. And the Harriers were 35 at that point, right? Yeah. I can make this work. And then even better, again, spoiler alert, he reads the fine print and you can just buy points (laughs) without having to buy all the Pepsi. So they write a check for all of the points that they'd need and send it to Pepsi and say, okay, where's our jet? (laughs) And then the lawyers get involved. I will say, this is why you want the legal eagles involved earlier. See, the lawyers always get involved. You either get the lawyers involved up front when you write the funny ha-ha copy, or you get the lawyers involved after you release the funny ha-ha copy. But one way or the other, you're right. They're always involved. Yes. Anyway, I do recommend this. It is on Netflix. It's called Hey Pepsi, Where's My Jet? Hey Jesse, Where's My Jet? (laughs) Show Show title? Could be. Could be. (laughs) I don't know. You've already had a couple that that could qualify, too. (laughs) Let's see. One last bit of of feedback. I, uh, out this morning, uh, ran into Don, who is out walking Wrigley. Don wanted to let me know. They, They were getting caught up on the podcast, and he was enjoying it and found it very entertaining. And then also asked, hey, what do I have to do to get a number? Yvonne's got a number. Wrigley's got a number. He's like, can, can I get a number? So um, we're going to have to get done. Now, my thought is the easiest thing to do is just is continue the sequence. But I'm wondering, we might give this a week to see if we can't come up with something else. Well, I need to know whether or not he walks behind Wrigley or in front of him. To, to figure out, to to. Decrement Whether he becomes ten fifty nine and a half or ten sixty one, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, let's. I I will I will take that as follow up for next week, and we will get okay. the unveiling of a new toddler number uh, next week. Fantastic. And Jake sent us a note, but it also is um actually. When we were, when I got put in the penalty box, yeah, for diving, yes. Jake, listening to the podcast regarding your stretch in the penalty box, diving 
is now referred to as embellishment in the NHL, which is a fantastic name for that particular offense. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I got two minutes for the embellishment. Oh, yeah, you betcha. Wait, I'm just thinking. I mean, I know I know the penalty box isn't like prison. What are you in here for? Slashing game misconduct embellishment. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Thank you, Jake. We stand corrected. We sit corrected. How about follow up now that we're 25 minutes in? Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to go through this fairly quickly. Last week, we talked about how all the teams, all but one of the teams that voted against flexing Thursday night football got two Thursday night games this cycle. So shockingly, the NFL owners got together again this week and took another vote on flexing Thursday night football. The one in March failed. Then the schedule came out. Shockingly, it passed for this season. So they they put some they put some limits around it. It's only for weeks 13 to 17. Weeks 13 to 17, they can only do it twice and I believe they have to give the teams 28 days notice instead of the 14 days notice beforehand. Yes. Now my thought is you're you're giving 28 days notice. That's four weeks by the time you flex a game in in the team may have gone on a four game skid and suddenly you're like oh we've screwed that one up i did read in the cbs sports column the person said you have to imagine that none of this would have happened if it wasn't for al michaels doing thursday night football on amazon openly lamenting in multiple games how crappy these games were and how his time was being wasted watching this drivel that they now said, here you go, Al, here's some games. So anyway, the problem's fixed and all the teams have learned their lesson. Get on board. Actually. Yeah. The same eight teams that voted against it before. Yeah. Voted against it this week. It was the two (laughs) abstaining teams that said, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're on board. We'll do that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) Ah. Moving on, by the way, turns out we missed National Train Day. How dare we? That feels like something we should be celebrating here. It was on May 13th this year. I, I don't know if it's like a Easter where it rotates or something. And then I'm thinking, wait, the U.S. has a National Train Day? Amtrak created it in 2008. So, you know, it's one of those. No wonder why we Isn't missed that- it. Actually, if it's Amtrak... We didn't miss it. It still may not be here. It was scheduled to be here on May 13th, but it hasn't pulled into the station yet. (laughs) So accurate. It's it's funny because it's true. Let's see. Again, I don't think our devices listen to us, but I'm starting to have a hard time justifying that to myself. This is now in my this is one of four stories that have shown up in my apple news feed in the last week am i getting a text yes you are bing miley cyrus retires from arena touring vanderpump rules (laughs) there it is i'm now getting vanderpump rules stuff in my news feed Thank you, Vitey. 
That's fantastic. This is no good. This is no good. This is awesome. <laughs> and then the last I, one. Mm, yeah, go ahead. You're not alone. I'm also getting Vanderpump Rules stuff in my feed. This is how they. This is how it works. Somebody tells you something funny, ha ha, and then you can't. This is like. This is like saying you might be interested in an Amway dealership, and now you're on the list, and you're never going to get rid of them. The last one I was listening to a, a streaming pod, uh, a podcast about streaming news that I listen to uh, every other week when it comes out, and uh, it made me. Um, they're much more popular than we are. They have sponsors, but. They did make me uh, laugh and think about ours because you know how sometimes we talk about what we're watching this week and we're like, I'm not recommending it. I'm just telling you what we're watching. One of the guest hosts was a former TV critic from The Hollywood Reporter, mm-hmm. and he he says, oh, hey. Oh, the, one, the, other, the other host says, I'm watching, Miss, uh, I'm watching is it Mrs. Davis on Peacock. And the former TV reporter goes, Miss Davis, I heard it's good. And the other person says, is it good? It's entertaining. <laughs> there's a difference. Yeah, there's, he was very clear. Is it good? I don't know. Yeah. Is it entertaining? Yes. So, but, but so is a train wreck where you can't <laughs> look away. Yeah. I mean, it kept, kept my attention for quite a long time. So. Anyway, uh, we should. We, anyway, there's all the follow up for this week. How about we? We've not done one of these in a while. How about any? Uh, do we have a hot damn update? Just as you're preparing for Reg Bry, because I've been getting out on the bike and and I was looking for. I probably need at least a second pair of shorts, um, uh, bike shorts, just to have an extra pair. And I was looking, and I and I found. I, I went to bicycling, and I found this, and I thought, Hey, Dwayne. If you need a second pair of bicycling shorts, this seems, I just wanted to let you know, you might want to jump on this. Uh, this seems like a pretty good deal. Two. <laughs> Sorry, I had to blow this up. I thought that was a typo. $2,017 <laughs> at Trek Bikes. Yeah. But light and comfortable. The cons, however, are fabric could tear more easily than on other models. So they're expensive, but they are fragile. Oh, the funny thing is, I figured that was a typo on the website. So I clicked on the link and it says it's $2,017 at Trek Bikes. I clicked on the link, went to Trek Bikes. Nope. It's a, I'm assuming it's a typo over there, but you could hit buy now. <laughs> so anyway, if, if you need to drop more money on the shorts than on the price of our bikes combined, and the money that we spent to refurbish them and then double fly out here. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, anyway, there you go. I just thought I'd throw that out. Have you gotten your rag bride Jersey yet? Uh, I have not. No, neither have I. Yeah. But registration has closed. So they should be slowly processing our orders and getting us our wristbands and jerseys. Sweet. I, I only bought the one jersey. I'm probably planning on wearing it both days. That works. Since we'll be sleeping at home and I can wash it, <laughs> though it may stand in the corner by itself before we're done. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, Uh-oh. no, no, no. 
you like that theme more than you care to admit. The theme the theme's great. I love I love everything about it except for the part that I play in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. So, did you know, Todd? Something Todd ought to know. Mm. This week was the twenty sixth anniversary of what event? <sighs> I'm I'm not looking it up. I'm just doing some math on my computer to figure out what year we're talking about. So I'm not not stupid. <laughs> and you think that's going to help? But okay. <laughs> All right. 26th anniversary of. Uh, let's see. So that's going to carry the seven. He's stalling. Yep. Yep. Would that be uh, would that be eight years since we graduated from high school? That's not what I was looking for, but it is a correct answer. Put it on the board. <laughs> when I edit this, that will be a single ding. <laughs> Close enough. Well, I mean, it was a dingling answer, so it shouldn't just be a ding. <laughs> N- I. That's a very broad. Can you give me a? Can you just give me a general topic or hemisphere that I'm looking for? Well, when you said eighth anniversary of when we graduated from high school, you were at least in the right neighborhood. You did include the correct participants. Let's see. 1986. Is this is this the 26th anniversary of us going to the Royals game to see the Cubs play? No. <laughs> no. I know it wasn't because I know we were busy that week. At least some of us were busy that week. Oh. 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 Oh dear. Oh. Oh shoot. Is is this the 26th anniversary of you getting all of your friends together, except for the one that couldn't figure out to get his button down to Des Moines in time where you moved into your house, your previous house? Yes. 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 It's the 26th anniversary of the big move where you drove up and down every street in Beaverdale looking for a, for a moving truck. Did you know that Memorial day weekend is the biggest moving weekend of the entire year. Another thing that Todd ought to know. <laughs> well, what Todd, what Todd ought to know is uh, when your friends move, make sure you get the address of where they're moving to. <laughs> well, they already left. Well, I guess I'll go find the new place. They said it was in this zip code. <laughs> How hard could that be? <laughs> well, there are a lot of moving trucks around. <laughs> well, that's not them. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, that's not them. <laughs> wow, you have a big neighborhood. You, I will say though, you did get it right. I... <laughs> <laughs> nice work. <sighs> now, twenty six years ago, wasn't nice work. I, that was terrible work <laughs> on my part. Terrible. But now, nice work. <laughs> Little did you know, 26 years later, we'd still be laughing about it.
Oh, I had I had some idea. I to be honest, <laughs> I just that was a pretty big screw up on my part. So we're gonna say, yeah, yeah, that one that one had legs even then. Yeah. Oh. Well, that seems like a natural transition to the Scott Frost Memorial Idiot of the Week. <clears throat> Do you think we can top it? No, but <laughs> give it a shot here. It, for my nominee of the week, this is listed under how did you get this number? At the at the end of the last weekend was NASCAR's All-Star Race, which they ran. Anyway, so <laughs> near the end of <laughs> so if you go to NASCAR races, you well, you can go on the website or if you're at races, you can rent scanners and headphones and you can listen to team radio conversations between between the the pits, the driver and the spotter and they actually publish what the frequencies are. In Formula One, those are all highly encrypted and scrambled using military-grade encryption so that nobody knows what's going on. But in NASCAR, they basically like, here's the 43 frequencies. If you bring, you can buy your own scanner or bring your own scanner, and you can just tune into any of the drivers that you want to listen to. Okay, that's cool. At the end of the All-Star race, somebody not only had a scanner, but they also did break whatever security they have on it. And right after this is the bad part, right after Bubba Wallace finished, somebody broke into the team radio and actually started making some derogatory comments towards the only African-American driver in NASCAR. Anyway, uh, it is also apparently not the first time in NASCAR that people have broken into the team radios and transmitted. So. Anyway, apparently, while it's cool that NASCAR is using this stuff, we make fun of Formula One for having military-grade encryption on the radios. NASCAR may want to, I, I don't know, you know, scramble it or something. I don't know. And, of course, the idiot who goes, you know, it'd be really fun is if I, you know, if I got on the business radio and, and started harassing the only African-American driver in NASCAR. So, so idiot who did it. And idiot to NASCAR who, who seriously, people just, you know, cell phones. I don't know. Something. Anyway, not great. Are you sure? I'm, I'm trying to, to determine if there's a crossover between maybe this fan is also a fan of European Spanish soccer, La Liga. Ooh, dog. That's a whole other that that's a whole other problem where one of the best players in the league is now talking about leaving the entire country because of the amount of racist behavior at pretty much every stadium he's Pervasive getting. Yes. Racist behavior. Yes. It's, yes. They're not even, you know, skirting around the issue or trying to hide it. Oh, no, 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 no. No, last, last weekend, Last weekend, he was. They they were openly referring. They were openly referring to him as a monkey. They from the hung, stands, they hung him in effigy. Yes, 
Yes. Yes. He did. He did a finally go into, he finally took some matters into his own hands, got red carded, got thrown out and the league, uh, the league did uh, say that he wasn't going to be suspended for that, but he basically said that he's, he's done with the, with La Liga and the Spanish football association. His, his comment actually was not only are they not fixing it, they're openly encouraging it and I'm done. So that's going to make recruiting players to Spain a little bit more difficult. Yeah. So, yeah. There you go. The first and only time that NASCAR has been compared to European football. (laughs) They keep this up. It won't be the last. I mean, that and all of the embellishment that the NASCAR drivers do. Okay. What'd you bring? Oh, I don't know how my... I brought my standard three, but I don't know how any of them top what I just ad libbed. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, wow, wait a uh, Tell me which one's the funniest, Dwayne. Tell me which one's the funniest, and I will pick it. <laughs> my three number one is Crude Up. Okay. Number two is the Detroit Lions podcast. All right. And number three is Hilton Magic. You know who's funny is the Detroit Lions. Let's, let's go to the Detroit Lions podcast. Did you know? Hey, we already played that game. I won. (laughs) No double jeopardy. It's in the Constitution. So the Detroit Lions have an official podcast. Veteran beat writers Chris Burke, Nick Baumgartner, and Colton Pouncey of The Athletic bring you their official Detroit Lions podcast. Do you know what it's called? Losing Lions? It's called One of These Years. <laughs> Which is only slightly better than Losing Lions. <laughs> Just apparently they're leaning into it. <laughs> that's not bad. I mean, you know, I, that's probably even better than Odds Are. As in Odds Are, one of these years, something has to, like, something ha- good has to happen. One one of these years. One of these years. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I uh I so I guess I they they are I will give them credit, they are leaning into it, but it seems to me a little idiotic to I don't know, embrace how bad your team is. Whatever. Wait, wait, wait. Some teams have Super Bowl trophies and Hall of Fame players to hang their hats on, and other people have, you know, we were the only team to go 0 16. One of these years, we might do it again. Yeah, you never know. Oh, uh, travel stories. Yeah, you're you've been on the road for I don't know six seven weeks. Uh, how about what's what's happened the last week? Besides, um, please know more Disney restaurant references. What else happened? <laughs> So my nephew, Jake, and I went to an Angels game. We bought the cheapest tickets we could buy to get into the ballpark at $16 a piece and then proceeded to eat dinner and just kind of wander around the stadium. I'd never been to Angel Stadium before. Okay. It is the uh, either fourth or fifth oldest active ballpark. I believe it's the fourth after... Fenway and Wrigley and Dodger Stadium. Hmm. It is the fourth. And then uh, Kaufman Stadium in Kansas City is the fifth. 
oldest active stadium. Uh, and it feels like a mid-60s built stadium. But anyway, never been there before. Jake and I eating, watching the game, wandering around, not really watching the game, mostly just wandering around and catching up. I haven't seen Jake since he graduated from high school. And so we're sitting, we, we started out in the out outfield, long way out, and it's an Angels game. So we just kind of wander around and eventually we end up sitting behind home plate. Now, granted, we're up in the third deck, but we're right behind home plate. So we sit there for another inning and a half or whatever. And we get to midway through the sixth and Jake says, Hey, do you notice the scoreboard? And I look over and we're six plus innings into a no hitter. And up to that point, neither of us had realized it. (laughs) Well, even if you, here's the problem though. Even if you had, you're not allowed to talk about it. And we didn't. He said, Hey, have you looked in the scoreboard? And I said, huh? Wow. That's really interesting. And then I told the story about how Amy and my mother left a twins game, a twins Red Sox game where Tim Wakefield took a no hitter into the sixth inning. And they looked up, they looked at us in the middle of the fifth and said, eh, we're going shopping. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Do you know what's going on right now? Yeah. Nobody's hitting the ball. Yes. It's boring. <laughs> that's why we're going shopping. That's exactly what they said. And that's exactly what they did. <laughs> It's like going, it's, it'd be like going to, uh, it'd be like going to a hockey game and be like, Hey, they're having a, they're having a no goal. Uh, this is a no goal game. And then, what? Why would no, we do that? Say, yeah. What? When? Or what, what we call a, uh, what we call just a regular Sunday in the premier league. Anyway. So there's that. So yeah, I'm still on the road. I'm planning on being home on Friday. Knock on wood. You watch anything good? Lisa's been gone, so all of our um, shared shows have been paused um, because, as Lisa's pointed out, so we watch the shows we watch together, we watch together. So when one of us is traveling, normally her, uh, those go on pause and we we don't we don't if we're watching them together, we watch them together. So uh, there's no no Ted Lasso this week. There's no we haven't watched anything. You know, Apple has this thing where you can watch together separately. That would assume that she's in a place that can stream or get the internet. Oh, it sounds like we may have content. Next week could be an interesting set of stories. Excellent. So I have been, now there are a couple of shows, um, quote unquote, did you like that? Unquote shows that I could be watching right now that I haven't gotten to yet. Instead, uh, there's been plenty of time on YouTube. We're talking about, the the RV trailer the RV that we have the trailer maybe uh, I think it's probably going to be sold here at some point oh. for reasons and and maybe going to a smaller one so I've been going down I've been researching um, smaller trailers on YouTube I've seen all the videos on the ones that we're looking at all of them I've seen all of them there's a lot anyway I got to the end of the YouTube and <laughs> said I said is there more and they're like was that not enough are you not entertained by the way, one of the companies that makes the one of the ones we're looking at, uh, Dwayne, is located in northern Minnesota. 
So if we buy one of those, I'm wondering, could you just pop your truck up there, go grab it, bring it back, maybe meet us halfway? No? No? Thanks, Eli. Anyway, so... So anyway, uh, not a lot of watching on my on my side. <laughs> I'm happy to meet them just north of Mason City and bring it back from there. <laughs> not crossing that line. Not doing that. There are some lines I will not cross. <laughs> you should also, speaking of small trailers, hmm. ask Greg about the small trailer that followed he and I to Philmont and back. That might be a possibility. That's a reference for one person. Yeah. All right. I I look forward to some feedback on that. Um, What are you watching this week? I'm watching people at Disney. Do Hmm. I need to say more than that? You know, quite frankly, edited correctly, it could be probably more popular than Drive to Survive. Since January, the people at Disney have not started or they've not stopped. They've not stopped stopping abruptly for Mm. no particular reason. Just here to report. (laughs) Live from Disney, people are still morons. Back to you, Ted. Yup. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Did you learn anything this week? I did. So I'm going to, um, I think Lisa's going to have plenty of travel stories for us. Uh, this one, uh, I, I think it's okay for me to use because I think she's going to have so many to share. She, this, this represents, you know, how I talk about, we, we've talked about me needing to correct flight attendants and some aviation stuff. She was on a, she was on an airplane on Saturday and I got a text message and her question was, what, what kind of equipment is, is on this plane right now? And I said, what? And she sent me a picture. So this was in the seat back pocket of her airplane. And she was concerned that the 737-800 had 900 rafts on board. <laughs> that's, that's rats with two T's. Like the band. <laughs> That's that is not. You're making that up. It's rafts. Rafts. Oh. Rafts. I saw eight to nine hundred rats. Nope, nope. Because notice there's the little yellow circle of the inflatable rafts that you can get into. I thought and those her- were discs of cheese that the rats would eat. <laughs> she was she was very concerned. Why would a plane need nine hundred rafts? Where are you putting all the people? Yeah. <laughs> Technically she wasn't, but she was a little like, wait, have you ever have you have you ever seen a safety card that promotes we have rafts on board? <laughs> <laughs> like they talk about it, they're in an overhead bin or whatever, but you don't normally call it out as a as a like, oh, this is the plane with the rafts. So um anyway. In the apparently more than likely event of a water landing. That's not what they normally say. Yeah. You will find a raft under your seat, above your seat, to the left of your seat, to the right of your seat. Each armrest. Yeah. We have rafts everywhere. (laughs) We've done this a lot of times, and we figured out that that, uh, that 900 is the exact right number of rafts that we need on this airplane. That's a 737-800 slash with 900 rafts. 
Let's do this. <laughs> I think I'm going to pay attention to the safety briefing on this flight. <laughs> Why is the flight attendant already wearing wearing the life preserver <laughs> while, while serving drinks? Anyway, so apparently, if you're a fan of wraps, <laughs> the 737-800 is the plane for you. Yes. How about you? What did you learn this week? On Monday, I played golf in San Diego. And when I was done, I was walking through the parking lot and I was catching up on the texts that I had missed while I was golfing. And I get the keys out of my pocket for the rental car. And which is not an, which is not a Ford Eco Sport. It is not. Okay. Yes, you're correct. All right. It is a small black four-door sedan. It's a Kia Forte. That's okay. that's important. We've covered this. Small black four-door sedan. Yep. I hit the unlock button. I see the lights go on on the car out of the corner of my eye while I'm texting and walking towards the car. I open the door. I get in. Wow. That's really weird. Why is the seat up so far? Flip open the keys, go to put the, the key doesn't fit. I grab the seat. I push it all the way to the back, adjust. It's really weird that the seat was up so far. I look into the cup holder and there are two sets of sunglasses in the cup holder that weren't there when I got in. And then I look at the steering wheel and it's got a bow tie on it. It's a Chevy. It is not a Kia. And I went, huh, I don't think this is my car. (laughs) At which point I get out, close the door, look at it. Hmm. Nope. Not my car. It is a small black four-door sedan, but my car is next to it, (laughs) which I then get into quickly, put the keys in and drive away laughing to myself, thinking about the person who actually gets into that car and goes, wow, how come I can't reach the pedals? (laughs) Many, what I learned this week is many small black four-door cars look alike. Until you told me that your car was parked next to it, I was filling in my head there's no way that your key fob could have unlocked the car and you saw the lights flash, which then made me think the only way that could have happened is if the actual owner was walking up to the car and unlocked it. (laughs) And then then as you're exiting the car going, wow, that's pretty funny. Boom. (laughs) Less funny. (laughs) But at least, you know, that the person who you, you at least know you're going to have to punch down (laughs) because they're a short little person. (laughs) they're fun sized (laughs) as they pin you down and just wail on you for trying to steal their car this isn't fun anymore Music is Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. 
you can subscribe to our award-winning podcast wherever you get your pods. Just search Talkin' and the number two. There's no G and there's no space. We do have a page on Facebook. We, we actually picked up another listener this week, Luke, who I played golf with on Sunday and is a co-worker. Hi, Luke. Luke is now a listener, and he, too, was able to find Talkin' to Todd on the first try. Sweeping the nation. I'm telling you. We have a page on Facebook. You can check that out, facebook.com slash talking to Todd. You can stop by and see us at the Tuba City Home Office. Please don't do that. Uh, thanks to our listeners. Thanks to all of them, especially the new ones, even the old ones. That's those that have been listening a long time, not those who are of an advanced age. Like you? Oh, sorry. <laughs> yes, I am a very senior fellow. Thanks to our sponsors, Toddler3187, the Taylor Center for Technology Policy, who contributed content this week, and dj to go Cedar Valley. Welcome back from your hiatus, dj to go Cedar Valley. You, too, can send your feedback to feedback at talkingtotodd.com, and we might read it on the air. Todd? Okay, so you gave us, you gave us the baseball parks of Fenway, yep. oldest, yep. Wrigley, yep. Dodger and Angel Stadium. Yep. Can you name the next three after that? Kaufman is five. Not according to this list. Really? Well, who knows? This is Wikipedia, on the source of all truth and knowledge. Actually, this is on MLB. According to them, Oakland Coliseum. Soon to be not a major league baseball. Actually, oh, you can make a strong right. case that it's not actually a major league ballpark as it is anyway, <laughs> both with the team and the raw sewage that comes out of the ceiling. But nominally, yes. You're right. Yet yeah, now that you say that, I was thinking ahead when Oakland vacates next year and yes. moves to Vegas, Royal Stadium will move up and then be the fifth. Yep. So right now they're the sixth. They, Kauffman Stadium was built in 1973. Now, can you give me the next? So 1973, Kauffman. We had we had a couple. We had 1912, 1914. We had three in the 60s, one in the 70s that's still in use. Do you know what the next one was and the year that it opened? I will give you a hint. The no, no, no. Has- Hold on. Rogers Center, nineteen eighty-three. You got the you got the stadium correct. The year is wrong. The year has been mentioned already on this podcast. Nineteen eighty-six. The year has already been mentioned. Nineteen eighty-seven. Nineteen ninety-seven. Nineteen ninety-six. Nineteen ninety-six. Twenty-six years ago is the eighth anniversary. Nineteen eighty-nine. It opened in nineteen eighty-nine. I was trying to do some. Anyway. Did we mention 1989? Did we ju- We just said the year we graduated from high school. Implied. Anyway. <laughs> so it was implied earlier. Had you said it was implied. 1986, 1987, 1988. Am I getting there yet? And then you go from 1987, then you go to 97, then you go to 90. You're all over the place. Anyway. <laughs> That did not work out the way that I thought it would. That was a lot better in my head about 
about 70 seconds ago. But I got the stadium right. You did. You did. I bet is a stadium I'd still like to visit before they implode it. Because at some point that's going to happen. I would like to go stay in the Marriott at Skydome, excuse me, the Rogers Center, and watch a game on the field in one of the 70 rooms that faces the stadium. I think that would be cool. One hint, keep the curtains pulled. Just at all close times? the curtains. Depending on what you're doing in the room, close the curtains. <laughs> Good note. Hopefully, we won't have anything we need to clean up next week. No guarantees. But we'll be back. Hopefully, hopefully next week, we'll be in Studio One and Studio A for the first time in God knows how long. Oh, looking forward to it. We'll be back. We're talking to Todd. Hey, Jesse, gas up the jet. Should I play the outtakes? How can we tell what's the outtakes and what's the stuff that stays? <laughs> what does it say that before we start recording, it's like we're both getting ready for a workout. You've got to hydrate and I got to stretch. <laughs> it's sad. I'm hydrating with makers, man. I'm not hydrating. <laughs> you know what? Whatever whatever gets you through. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. I am all set here at the hotel. I am ready to record. You ready? Yep. Levels, levels. Levels, levels. All right. You want, Sorry. I, I didn't follow the script. You want to try that again? <laughs> okay. All set up here at the hotel. Ready to record? So. <laughs> one line in. We got one line in and we do. And I derailed. Line. It. Line. <laughs> <clears throat> Clearly, Kevin is operating at peak No, level. no, no. Too much work to edit? <laughs> no, it's going at the end. That's after the. the <laughs> Oh. Can we do the levels? <laughs> Paul, Paul, is, is is are the levels open? Is 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 the level are the levels open? The levels are open. Okay. Levels, levels, levels.